Today is Monday, September 11, 2023. Welcome to the 69th installment of the Z News Podcast. I'm your host, Ayanda, and I'm excited to have you accompany me as we embark on a voyage through the latest news and stories from across Zambia. Join me on this informative journey as we uncover the latest developments and provide you with a snapshot of the events happening around Zambia and beyond. Without further ado, let's dive in. We are going to start with news from News Diggers, which has a staggering 10 entries today. Let's uncover what's inside. The first entry is entitled Unknown People Kill Security Guard While Manning Bank. Stanford Shammer, a 32-year-old security guard, was tragically shot and killed while on duty at Indo-Zambia Bank in Kasama. Police suspect the shooting occurred between September 8th and 9th. Entry number two is entitled Treating Eye Problems with Breast Milk Dangerous, Cautions Eye Hospital Nurse. Lucia Nadef, country director of Orbis, has urged the public to have their eyes checked annually and to avoid using home remedies like breast milk to treat eye problems. Orbis is also training teachers and schools to spot when a child has eye problems, with a focus on pediatric eye health in the Copper Belt and Usaka. The third entry is entitled We've Engaged Lawyers Concerning Our Failed Rally, PF. The PF has engaged its lawyers to seek legal redress over the president's decision to stop the party from holding a rally last month. PF Vice President Given Lubinda also condemned the government's decision to bring back Vedanta at KCM. Entry number four is entitled CDF Bottlenecks Should Be Dealt With Within the Law, Banda. Sensio Banda, former Kasenengwa PF Member of Parliament, has highlighted the need to address bottlenecks within the CDF delivery processes while staying within the confines of the law, as the National Assembly oversees the performance of the executive branch. The fifth entry is entitled Understanding the Dynamics of Domestic Debt for Resource Mobilization in Zambia. Zambia has been struggling with public debt for over two decades and recently made headlines with its efforts to restructure public debt under the G20 Common Framework. This week's edition of Monday Opinion explores Zambia's domestic debt landscape and its role in the nation's domestic resource mobilization efforts. The sixth entry is entitled Komono Farms Directors Deny Fraud Charges. The directors of Komono Farms Initiative Limited and others have pleaded not guilty to charges of money circulation, money laundering and conducting a banking business without a license. The Lusaka magistrate has reserved ruling on whether the accused persons should have their bond revoked for allegedly transferring assets used as evidence to a cooperative company. The seventh entry is entitled New Luapula Minister Vows to Spearhead Development. Luapula Province's newly appointed Minister Njavwa Simuto has pledged to work with local leadership to ensure that all mining activities in the province are conducted legally. He has taken this step in response to the arrest of the former minister for allegedly mining 23 tons of sugilite mineral, or without a license. Entry number 8 is entitled It's a Direct Divorce If Vedanta Fails, No Liquidation Kabusa. Government is hoping for Vedanta to succeed in running KCM, but if it fails, the agreement is structured in such a way that there will be no provisional liquidation, but an absolute divorce. The ninth entry is entitled Court Denies Cassandra Bail. 
The Economic and Financial Crimes Court has declined to grant Lusaka businessman Shadrick Cassandra bail in a case involving the disposal of property suspected to be proceeds of crime. The court ruled that even if bail were to be granted, Cassandra would remain detained due to a more serious charge of espionage. Entry number 10 is entitled Police's Attempt to Abduct Munir from Pali, Anger's Leader of the Opposition. Police attempted to arrest Lumezi Independent, Member of Parliament Munir Zulu, at Parliament grounds shortly after the presidential address on Friday, prompting the leader of the opposition in Parliament to call out the police for attempting to abuse members of Parliament on parliamentary grounds. Next up, we have news from Wabantu, which has three entries today. The first entry is entitled President Hichilama and First Lady Pays Tribute to Former Chinese President. President Hichilama and his wife Mutanta paid tribute to former Chinese President Deng Xiaoping, laying a wreath at his six-meter-high statue in Shenzhen City. They were inspired by Deng's story of leading China's economic transformation in the 1970s, which lifted 800 million people out of poverty and turned China into one of the world's largest economies. The second entry is entitled Anger Kicks Off at the UN Headquarters in New York with the new President of the General Assembly. The 78th session of the United Nations General Assembly has officially opened, with the new President of the General Assembly, His Excellency Mr. Dennis Francis of Trinidad and Tobago, pledging to carry out his mandate in accordance with the UN Charter. This session will focus on rebuilding trust and reigniting global solidarity with over 140 heads of state and government expected to attend the high-level week. Entry number three is entitled Strengthen China-Zambia Relations Offer Lessons for Zambia's Vision, says President Hichilama. President Hichilama has highlighted the strong relationship between Zambia and China, expressing gratitude for the historic partnership between the two nations. He also encouraged Zambians to learn from China's dedication to hard work and purpose-driven efforts in achieving its goals. To wrap up today's edition, let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has a massive 11 entries today. Let's uncover what's inside. Entry number one is entitled David Harewood, actor says the British government should apologize for slavery, and was posted in the entertainment category. Actor David Harewood has called for the British government to apologize for its role in the slave trade, and has placed his own portrait in Harewood House, a stately home built with the proceeds of slavery, to acknowledge his shared history with the LaSalle's family, the Earls of Harewood. The second entry is entitled Egypt Angry as Ethiopia fills Nile Dam Reservoir amid water row, and was posted in the global category. Ethiopia has completed the fourth and final filling of the Grand Ethiopian Renaissance Dam, GERD, on the Blue Nile River, despite Egypt's objections that it violates a 2015 Declaration of Principles and disregards the interests of downstream countries. Egypt has voiced anger over the move, calling it illegal. The third entry is entitled HH Pays Tribute to Ex-Chinese Leader Deng and was posted in the news category. President Hichilama and First Lady Mutanta Hichilama paid tribute to former Chinese President Deng Xiaoping by laying a wreath at his six-meter-high statue, honoring his legacy of economic transformation and lifting over 800 million people out of poverty. 
The fourth entry is entitled ZNBC installs 15 FM transmitters in rural areas and was posted in the news category. ZNBC has completed the installation of 15 FM transmitters across the country, allowing rural communities to access reliable information through ZNBC's Radio 1 and 2 stations. This move is part of the government's effort to ensure that people in rural areas have access to quality FM signal and factual information. Entry number 5 is entitled Engage Katete Roads Contractor, Mkaika MP Urges Government, and was posted in the news category. Peter Perry, Member of Parliament for Mkaika, has called on the government to engage the contractor responsible for the World Bank-funded roads in Katete, as works have been delayed. He has also urged the Katete Town Council to make use of the newly procured road equipment. Entry number 6 is entitled Kaoma District Road Works Begin and was posted in the news category. Kaoma District has launched a K4. 2-meter road construction project witnessed by Member of Parliament Morgan Sitwala, who urged the local community to support the initiative. The project is being implemented by the Zambia National Services, ZNS and has provided employment opportunities for the youth in the area. The seventh entry is entitled Chief Mukani Calls for Investment in Zambezi Valley and was posted in the news category. Chief Mukani of the Tokalea people has appealed to government to promote rural investments in the Zambezi Valley and to consider reserving an employment quota at Zesco for use from the chiefdoms of Chipepo, Sikongo, and Simamba, as a way to recognize the immense sacrifices their forefathers made for the construction of the Kariba Dam in 1958. Chief Nigand of the Tonga people of Zimbabwe also called for Zambia and Zimbabwe to enhance cultural, social and economic ties for the benefit of both countries. Entry number 8 is entitled Expert Welcomes Shorten Power Purchase Agreement Process and was posted in the news category. Energy expert Johnston Chikwanda has welcomed the announcement by the president to shorten the approval process for power purchase agreements with Zesco to 10 days in some cases, but has noted the need to improve funding to institutions, such as Zima and ERB, to ensure they meet their customer service charters. The ninth entry is entitled Hansi Flick Sack by Germany as Euro 2024, hosts lose patience and was posted in the sports category. Hansi Flick has been sacked as Germany manager following a string of poor results, with Rudi Waller taking temporary charge for Tuesday's friendly with France. The German FA hope to announce Flick's full-time replacement soon, with Julian Nagelsmann, Jürgen Klopp, and Oliver Glasner all being mentioned as potential candidates. Entry number 10 is entitled U.S. Open 2023 Results, Novak Djokovic wins 24th major by beating Daniil Medvedev and was posted in the sports category. Novak Djokovic has won a record equaling 24th Grand Slam singles title, outlasting Daniil Medvedev in a punishing U.S. Open final. Djokovic showed all the hallmarks of his greatness to win a fourth U.S. Open title, and now has the chance to surpass Margaret Court's record at the Australian Open. Entry number 11 is entitled Luis Rubiales resigns as president of Spanish FA over Jenny Emoso Kiss and was posted in the sports category. 
Luis Rubiales has resigned as president of the Spanish Football Federation following criticism for kissing Spain forward Jenny Hermoso at the Women's World Cup final presentation ceremony. After Emoso filed a legal complaint, and a prosecutor filed a complaint with Spain's High Court against Rubiales for sexual assault and coercion. And with that, we come to the conclusion of another captivating edition of the Z News Podcast. I hope you found our exploration of the news landscape insightful and illuminating. Until we meet again, this is Ayanda bidding you farewell, wishing you a remarkable day or night. Stay informed, and keep making a difference. Goodbye.